Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 640 Pacific time, and adjusting it for your time zone. I know that in Texas it's 840, and in Michigan and East Coast time it is 940. So with that being said, if you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on SoundCloud, spelled S-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D. Put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, <coughs> L-O-M-A-S, TR90. And these calls will pop up and they're archived back nine plus years. Last several months, we've had not only the date and what the host name was, but also the topic of what was discussed during the call. For those of you, and if you ever want to, if you get your podcast through a different service, if you put in Frank Lomas and TR90, they could well pop up, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit four, anti-aging, they could pop up as well. Frank says he's been seeing them popping up on some of the other um, podcast services. Big shout out to both Frank and Brian Curry because they keep us recording and help solve technical issues and we're just absolutely tickled pink to have them with us. And we're very fortunate. For those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. I come to you with an education background but a huge interest in health and nutrition and exercise and I just... I really love the TR90 program. It's really great. It's worked for me. And, you know, highly encourage people to, to stay on it. So that TR90 program, when you're first starting out, is that one really good clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein and at least three of those meals, making sure to drink plenty of water to stay hydrated. And the current thinking is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if, for instance, you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking a minimum of 50 ounces of water daily to stay hydrated. But if you're perspiring heavily or if you're in a hot and humid area or you're really exercising hard, then you will probably need to increase that because you'll be losing a lot of excess body fluid, and you'll need to replace that. With that being said, seven to nine hours of rest daily is also really key. Sleep does a multitude of things. Um, Your body does a lot of system resets overnight, clears out a lot of toxins, just like the water helps clear out some toxins. So getting adequate rest is really important. 30 minutes, five days a week of moderate to heavy exercise is also really critical. That's um, part of this lifestyle change. And it's really important to be staying active. And if you switch up what you're doing, all the better because, as Mo Hagen used to say, your body will get used to doing the same old things and then it's not as difficult for it to do. So if you switch up your exercise and do some different things. Yes, you'll notice it the first few days because your body's readjusting and learn, your, the muscles are learning new things, but it is really important and key. 
seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables daily. The closer you can get the vegetables to the source, the better off you are. Um, probably the more get more organically grown and non-GMO, the better off you will be. And with that, I'm going to be sharing some information today out of a book that's called Fat Chance, Beating the Odds Against Sugar, Processed Food, Obesity, and Disease. And I've been sharing with you um, about altering your food environment. And in this particular chapter, it's called... um, altering your food environment, and I went over last week the um, low-fat diet, which was a dismal failure. Today, we're starting off with the Atkins diet, and depends on how it is done, whether this will work or not, and it can help supplement that TR90 lifestyle. The adherence to the low-carb diet are numerous because, for the most part, it does work for weight loss and improved metabolism. The most famous of the low-carb options is the Atkins diet, which says, bring on the bratwurst and banish the bun. Indeed, the Atkins diet is one, albeit somewhat radical, method for treating the comorbidites of the metabolic syndrome, The question is, does the Atkins diet work because it is low carbs or because it is low sugar? We still don't know. Four issues complicate the use of the Atkins diets as a full-time regime. First, a fat is not a fat. And the quality of the fat counts and scarfing down bad ones can also be detrimental. Second, the Atkins diet says you should eat your vegetables, especially the green ones. But casual Atkins dabblers don't. That's why they like the diet. But the vegetables confer both fiber and micronutrients. One animal model suggests that despite weight loss, the Atkins diet can increase other risk factors, such as atherosclerosis. Furthermore, the diet can result in inadequacies in micronutrients of thiamine, folic acid, vitamin C, iron, and magnesium, all of which have been supplied with, could have been supplied with the fiber. The Atkins diet cuts out milk because lactose is a carbohydrate. There goes the vitamin D for your bone health. And the bigger the higher protein forces urinary calcium loss, putting your bones at greater risk. Third, many people gauge the success of the Atkins diet by their degree of weight loss. However, that's because most of the early weight loss is due to loss of liver and muscle glycogen, which is surrounded by water molecules. But this is a double-edged sword because even a minor transgression will form new glycogen, bringing water with it. Fourth, adherence to the Atkins diet is very uneven, and good luck trying to keep a kid on the Atkins diet even during the school year. The question is, do you really need to be this extreme? Isn't there a better way? 
So the vegetarian slant vegan diet depends on how it's done also. How about the opposite? As you saw, um, eating vegan or vegetarian is no, no protection against obesity or metabolic syndrome. Processed foods devoid of animal products can be just as bad for you as those containing them because any diet can be processed with the removal of fiber and the addition of fat, carbohydrates, and sugar just as easily as the Western diet. So it's all in the execution. If you eat a vegetarian or vegan diet the way our ancestors did, eating the food as it comes out of the ground, you're good to go. Although you might need to supplement the diet with calcium and vitamin D, but if you eat the processed vegan diet out of the middle shelves of the supermarket with fat and sugar additives for palatability and the removal of fiber for shelf life, then you can wallow in your incredulity. So the next diet that we're talking about is the traditional Japanese diet. The traditional Japanese diet is polished white rice, lots of carbohydrate, little fish, a little fermented soybeans, lots of vegetables, and it works in preventing both obesity and chronic metabolic disease. I should mention that the modern Japanese diet, replete with a high fructose corn syrup, is just as bad as the U.S. diet. Japanese are getting metabolic syndrome in record numbers and are doing bariatric surgery at Tokyo Children's Hospital. Even though it is high in carbs, the traditional Japanese diet works for four reasons. First, there is virtually no sugar to promote insulin resistance. Second, the insulin rise caused by the glucose in the rice is partially attenuated by the fiber in their vegetables. And third, the fish is high in omega-3s. Four, it's high in micronutrients and antioxidants, a winning combination, using fiber as the antioxidant to carbohydrate is the salvation of many of a successful diet. So the next diet we're going to be reading about is the Mediterranean diet. So POP, the small town in Italy, is the home of the Mediterranean diet. In Ansel Keys' seven-country study, Italy is one of the countries, and this diet was associated with lower death rates from heart disease. The diet was popularized in America due to its population's low incidence of disease and long lifespan. Unfortunately, POP and the surrounding areas that originally consumed a peasant fare can no longer afford to do so. Processed food is more readily available and cheaper. These areas, once renowned for their health, have soaring rates of obesity in part due to the current lack of whole grains, fresh fruits, and vegetables from their diets. These items are just too expensive and they don't taste as good. Here's what's in the real Mediterranean diet. High olive oil consumption, the monounsaturated fat, legumes, beans, lentils, and peas, 
fruits and vegetables, and unrefined grains, which is your fiber. Dairy products, which have saturated fat, eggs, high-quality protein, fish, omega-3s, and wine in moderation, the resveratrol and the flavonoids, and likely other factors. Americans misunderstand the Mediterranean diet because they think it's all about pasta, which is Italian and not Mediterranean, because what the Italians used to eat in Italy is not what Italians ate in the United States. The pasta and pizza movement actually started in the United States within the poor Italian immigrant populations. Based on the cost of carbohydrate versus meat, the diet then mitigated, migrated over to Italy, and now the Italians have our problem as well. The next diet is the Ornish diet. That's O-R-N-I-S-H. This diet, popularized by Dean Ornish at the University of California, San Francisco, in his 1993 book, Eat More, Weigh Less, is the one diet that has been proven not only to promote weight loss, but to reverse heart disease and improve cellular health, hypothetically increasing your lifespan. The Ornish diet espouses that participants should not get more than 10% of their calories from fat. So a low-fat diet provides about 30% of the calories as fat. Here's what's allowed on the Ornish diet. Beans, legumes, fruits, whole grains, and vegetables. In other words, all fiber all the time. Ornish allows non-fat dairy products in in moderation. And there are, and here are the no-nos: meats of all kind, poultry, oils, oil-containing products, in other words, salad dressings, nuts and seeds, sugar, and alcohol. In other words, the no-fun diet. Ornish decries anything with saturated fat or an omega-3, which is highly defensible. But he is conflicted on the consumption of fish. While he acknowledges that fish is rich in omega-3s, which can reduce sudden cardiac death by 50 to 80%, he'd rather take fish oil capsules. He argues that eating salmon, mackerel, halibut, and other deep water fishes (coughs) provides a lot of extra fat and cholesterol along with mercury and other toxic waste products that have found their way into the ocean. Ornish also has a love-hate relationship with olive oil, which provides oleic acid, a stimulator of an important liver health pathway. But he chides that olive oil is 14% saturated fat and 100% total fat. So the more olive oil consumed, the higher the fat your cholesterol goes. (coughs) Excuse me, I didn't realize I was going to have a coffee then. 
As far as I'm concerned in this, <coughs> and that is Dr. Lustig speaking. That's throwing the baby out with the bathwater. The low-fat diet promoted by the government and doctors in the 80s and 90s <coughs> failed because it didn't tell you what else to eat and what to restrict. As Ornish clearly shows, that by itself is not the culprit. It's what you substitute for it that causes the problem. But the biggest problem is that when the adherents are left to the whim of the grocery store, the Ornish diet gradually morphs into a general low-fat diet and with all of its problems. And so I'm going to stop there for today because that's a good place to stop because we'll start with the Paleolithic diet tomorrow and why, what its benefits and detractors are. With that, this is Susan Mann from Portland, Oregon, signing out. January 10th, 2022. It's the top of the hour. If you go over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing how to build a new skin business. I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. So there we have it, my friends. Why some of the diets are good and why some of them, why parts of them were good and not so good. And if there's no questions and comments, I want to wish you a great day. And I'm going to take, let you all go and see you back here tomorrow. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you, Susan. Feel better. <laughs>